DJ and PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. Davis Vision loves teachers. If you're a teacher who needs LASIK, Davis Vision wants to give back. Schedule a free consultation appointment and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call them today at 801-253-3080 or check them out at davisvisionmd.com. We are joined now by Cindy Boren, Washington Post, covering the Olympics. Cindy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm having flashbacks, though, Cindy. 19 years ago, Salt Lake hosted the Winter Olympics, and NBC had the rights, and I also work at a CBS TV station. So it's, a C, it's an NBC world, right? But we had, we had some access, and I, as a sports guy, I was one of the—there were only two, and there was one news reporter and me, and we got credentialed to cover the games. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I am going to see so much of the Olympics. And then— it turned into the scandal games, not only oh, about yeah. how did Salt Lake get the games, what happened, but then also within it, what was that French figure skating judge doing? What did they do to those poor Canadian figure skaters? And then Russia threatening not to play in a hockey semifinal and in, <laughs> in a, a press conference without an interpreter trying to figure out what was going on. I turned into scandal guy. I saw, I saw like parts, parts of two events, and that was it. I saw less Olympics than anybody. And I'm just wondering, is that what you're in for now in Tokyo? Is this going to be about the games, or are we going to have – I got a list of negative stories to talk to you about that don't have to do with athletes. I don't really want to do that. I'm going to talk to you about some athletes anyway. But okay. uh, holy cow, is this just going to be a mess? Um, well, you know, you remember in Rio. Rio turned into the Ryan Lochte games. So, yeah, there's always something like that. Um, this one is going to be different, though, because of the pandemic. It's already, um, you know, the, the games that were eaten up by the pandemic. So uh, they'll soldier on as best they can. And there will be there will be something that will pop up, whether it's an out and out scandal or something. There will be some other, you know, there will be some story that that just dominates the headlines. And you kind of hope that it has nothing to do with the coronavirus. You, Kind of. You definitely hope that it has nothing to do with the pandemic. So I guess the first thing is I, I was shocked watching the final game in the NBA finals, the Bucks and Ooh. the Suns, because across the ticker early in the game comes the fact that there's a chance the Tokyo games could still be canceled. <laughs> what? I thought they decided whether it's a good idea or not whether it's a mediocre idea or a horrible idea, the TV show will go on. The checks have been written, so some more checks need to be written to pay for those checks. So the games are going to happen. Could these actually be canceled at this late date? I don't think so. Um, It would take an event of a magnitude that I don't even want to think about uh, for that to happen. And also, you'll you'll recall that the, the person who talked about the possible cancellation still being on the table was the head of the Tokyo Organizing Committee. At this point, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, is in charge. They own the games. It's not the local organizing committee. So the IOC has no interest whatsoever in canceling these games. One, money. And two, you know, they've got the Winter Olympics coming up in February, uh, hard on the heels of, of these summer games. And they they want the money. They're not a to walk away from this 
All right, so the games will be on, and the TV ratings in Salt Lake are is usually one of the top three TV markets. I think it's always one of the top three markets. Sometimes it's one uh-huh. or two as far as people watching the Olympics here. Uh, but are, do you think people are really going to get into this, or are we going to see too many? I mean, we've already seen the men's basketball team. Bradley Beal is out. Other guys are in protocol. They may be in or out. We don't know. Uh, there's a beach volleyball Olympian from here and his partner's yep. out and they're looking for a replacement partner. I mean, is the competition going to look legit and excellent or is it going to look thrown together and bizarre? I think it will look good. I think there will be some, some great athletic moments. Um, you have Simone Biles, of course. Uh, you have Katie Ledecky. You have Noah Lyles, the great sprinter. Um, the basketball team will be interesting to watch. Not sure how they'll do, but they'll be interesting, of course. And there's not a great deal else going on uh, at this point in the summer, although NFL training camps are going to open up, and the NFL typically eats um, everything else for lunch. So it it will be kind of intriguing to see how it works. But um, it's on an American timetable. It's a good time-wise for American audiences, um, I'm not sure with cord cutting going on how people will, how, you know, will they go to streaming? Will they look for it elsewhere? Will, you know, they all go to Peacock? I don't know. But it's going to dominate, of course, NBC um, broadcasting uh, over the air and over cable for the next two weeks. And I think it will be, you know, it will, again, what else? I hate to put it in these terms, but what else is there if you're into sports? And there will be something. There will be something intriguing that will pull people in. Sydney Bourne, Washington Post, joining us. Well, you kind of referenced it there uh, with Olympic basketball. Um, the women have been dominating. The men have been dominating. I mean, they've won three golds in a row. Uh, yep. But are either or both of them going to get beat? And what is the men's basketball team going to look like? Well, you've got a couple of uh, players that are now headed over there from the NBA Finals, and I, I think they've cleared uh, cleared their first hurdles on the coronavirus testing, or will, I guess, um, and over the next few days. I, I, I don't really see an upset there, and I also think that, you know, the women's soccer team lost to Sweden in a kind of a, a stunner, but after what, 44 straight wins yeah. or something like that. Um, I, I don't really see them uh, stumbling and being out of this anytime soon. I think they'll be right there at the end because it's round robin. Uh, they'll probably play Sweden again at some point, and that'll be, that will be hugely, um, a hugely attractive game. So I'm old enough to remember when this wasn't just about uh, the up-close-and-personal profiles and it wasn't oh. just about the inspirational stories. It was yeah. about the United States had better have more medals and more gold medals in the Soviet Union because it was a test of systems and all that. Has it gotten to yep. the point with China that that's how people are going to feel, or is it going to take a while to build to that? Maybe. Uh, the Summer Olympics are, are sort of tailor-made for American athletes, and uh, I, I would be surprised if, if the U.S. isn't dominant. And I think that, that some of these events are – are probably more suited for American athletes than Chinese. Um, I I can't really believe that that it won't kind of go the Americans' way when it comes down to the medal count at the end. And there will be, you know, there will be some. I'm not sure which, but there will be some um, 
sort of international uh, back and forth, whether it's the U.S. and China or someone, you know, there will be someone that, that the U.S. fans can, can get behind and, you know, rah, rah, because, again, that's what it's all about anymore. It's, you mentioned the, the stories, the heart-tugging stories. Not every story has to be heart-tugging. They're just great. They're just great athletes, but because it's so commercialized and packaged for NBC, uh, it, that's what it's come down to, and it, it's really kind of unfortunate the way it, the way it's been turned into a primetime program. Simone Biles is obviously already a star. Is there someone who's going to be a breakout star and take over the games. Michael Phelps, once upon a time, was a breakout star before he was an established star. Is there somebody everybody's going to be talking about who isn't quite on the radar yet? Uh, I think he's on the radar, but I, I, Noah Lyles, I think the sprinter, I think uh, once the track and field starts, I'd, I'd keep an eye on track and field. That's, I think that's where a star will emerge. It's unfortunate that, that Shikari Richardson isn't there. Uh, there are other stories that don't have anything to do with the games that are. <laughs> uh, there's a story right here. Iris gymnast tests Olympics anti-sex beds. Cardboard oh. beds in the Olympic Village. I'm, That's a uh, level of weirdness I don't think any of us expected a week ago, and yet here's the story. Well, I'm going to have to defend the Japanese just a little bit here because they're their plan was to make these games as sustainable as as, as possible. Uh, I think we're all used to seeing the Olympics walk away from a community and then just after the games and then just seeing it all fall apart. And their their goal is to recycle. They, the medals, for instance, uh, are all made of recyclable materials. For the last couple of years, they've been asking Japanese citizens when they swap their cell phones to turn in their cell phones, and they've been using... Uh, the, the electronic uh, materials in the, in the in the metals. So they wanted this. This is part of their their message with these games. And I think the cardboard beds are pretty sturdy. Um, I'm not sure if they'd hold up to say wrestlers very well. But anyway, uh, I'm <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way. That's all I'll say about Olympians and their notorious. Um, engagements with one another in the Olympic Village but uh, the cardboard cardboard is pretty is pretty sturdy as anyone who's tried to break down a box and recycle it can tell you they'll last for two weeks anyway allegedly the beds can hold 441 pounds I'm sure that will be tested and we will hear back about that no doubt Uh, oh boy I can't wait The director of the opening ceremonies suddenly fired for Holocaust joke. Now, uh, there's a headline. What happened? From 1998, when uh, during a stand-up routine, it was an ugly, ugly line. Um, and 20, what, 28, 25 years later, um, 23 years later, it came back to bite. And, uh, you know, there's just zero tolerance Um that so as you watch this go forward i saw they just gave the games to uh brisbane but brisbane was the only one bidding are the games getting so complicated a uh, pandemic is now another element of risk for cities to consider uh are the olympics sustainable in the long run or have they gotten so big and so unwieldy that few if any cities are going to want them 
I think that's a great question. And I, I think that the Olympics is really at sort of a turning point here. Why would, would cities other than say, for instance, Los Angeles, which is coming up at the end of the decade, uh, why would a city that doesn't have multiple venues and multiple options, say for instance, uh, you know, even teaming with Canada, more like a North American Olympics. Um, you'll recall World Cup has done that in the past. Um, I, I think that's the way to go. I just don't think, I just don't think people have the appetite for it, uh, for spending that kind of money. The expenditures are vast. There really isn't a, a place for the village afterward. I, I think that will be one way they'll really look into it if they can convert the village. Uh, the, and the venues into to, to usable um, usable things, but I, I think this is where we are. I think people are going to want to see sustainability. I think they're going to want to see um, possible future use for these things. Um, it, it's it's just wasteful, and I, I do believe people are um, come, catching on to that. I, I, you'll notice, I think the um, um, Milan and and um, is sharing the Olympics, uh, the Winter Olympics coming up after after Beijing with another community. So uh, I think that's the way it's going to have to go. So back to Beijing, back to London, back to Los Angeles, put it on a rotation. I don't know why. Maybe I've heard this before, and I, and I know it's it will never work because the, the Olympic Committee loves to get people paying it to for its decision, you know. Um, much like uh, the the World Cup uh, FIFA, but why not why not have an, a a a vil, you know a place in Greece or some place um, where where the Olympics is held every four years, uh, every two years now? Why not have two two designated sites? But that's never going to happen. Well, Cindy, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us and uh, give us an update with the uh, opening ceremonies on the horizon. Okay, and I'll keep an eye on the bed bed situation, too. That is going to remain a story. Everybody wants some comedy. That is, <laughs> it is. definitely going to remain a story. <laughs> Thank you, true. Cindy.